Welcome to Checkpoint AFK, where you can hear us nerds talk about everything away from the keyboard. Even though am, we're at a keyboard. Yes, we're at three, di- four different keyboards. Uh, we, we, we want you to like and subscribe, by the way. Uh, we want you to follow all of the cool stuff. Uh, if you're not listening to this live, uh, you can check us out wherever you get your podcast as well. Do you feel as like there's what? just no good way... By the way, to say like, comment, and subscribe anymore. It's become such a meme. I hate starting off anything with like, like, comment, and subscribe if you too think that saying like, comment, and subscribe sucks. No, listen, it is part of what must be said. It is true. Uh, So it doesn't bother me as much. But I get your point. Uh, by the way, I'm joined by Callie Sloan. Callie, uh, how you been? Uh, you know, good. I got my face lasered today, so that wasn't any fun. But, you know, outside of that, it's been a decent day. All right. Don't hear that every day. Chad Callahan, what about you? Uh, you lasering things off of yourself nowadays? Not yet. Um, not yet? Wait, I, I would what, what are you planning? To, I would love to. Like, honestly, I would laser my entire body like, face, oh. like from here down. You know, okay, so I, from, okay, so from the face down, from full, like from full beard down, I full mean, swimmers, oh, yeah. swimmers cut. Because yeah, because like you know what's interesting? You you we were talking earlier about like where like you, you how you get patchy on like now with yeah. your laser thing, and I actually have one patch on like my beard when it comes in, and it's on my neck where I got a hickey when I was like thirteen. Stop. You think like, and it someone never had, like, came a... back? It never came in. They sucked your hair follicles out of your yeah, neck. Maybe not 13. That's a it hell was, like, of a, a hickey. Bit. When was I starting? I guess it was when I first like got a little peach fuzz. Thirteen's way too young. It would be more like what? 14. 15, 16, No, you maybe? can get start getting peach fuzz at thirteen. Yeah, so maybe you can grow, then. He's concerned about where you can start getting hickeys. Now when you can start getting peach fuzz. I just remember getting that, and then like, oh, I was like, oh, that's weird. Hold and on, then you, it never okay, grew so hold in on. Again. Are you are you telling me you never kissed somebody at thirteen? Kissed absolutely. I got my first hickey at fourteen, probably. Well, my my get my thought is then maybe instead of getting lasered, just get hickeys all over your face. That's a okay. much more fun way. And well, it's cheaper. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've gotten a number of hickeys in my life, and they have never yeah. substituted gotta, for just like do it at all... the right follicle time. You know, you're no. I think what it is is it's too late. It has oh, to be yeah. maybe early it was when in I life. Was young because I was like peach fuzzing. Yeah, maybe <laughs> demon coing. In the uh, in the chat saying some kids had a full beard by the age. Maybe of yeah, maybe I'm. Th- I just I can't gauge age. Have I you can't. guys had the kid in in school who was the same age as you, but you were like, yo, you are not thirteen. Oh yeah, oh, there absolutely. Was, there was always that one that was like slightly built more, and they barely fit into the desk. Yo, there like, was a kid. 30, I was in the ninth you? grade, and I was just like, "You are, f- you're thirty five. Yeah. <laughs> this kid, you are a full grown adult. You're a full grown man because this kid had full beard, it's like mustache. On, on King of the Hill, when Bobby's friend uh, starts like hitting like puberty, like way before Bobby does. Oh yeah, John Redcorn's kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, the weird thing about that is like I was I went to school early, so I was always a year younger than everybody. Mm-hmm. Even when I graduated, I was only seventeen. So like it's weird what a year does. Like, Absolutely. I felt like I mean until I grew into my growth spurt and I was like felt like I was one of everybody in high school like that middle school area like everyone always felt like I could tell the difference between set my like one year less my yeah. my my huge like change was like eighth to ninth grade yeah I was like I was totally a kid in eighth grade and then summer break happened and you I still have mad. stretch marks well, on my back I was because of how much I grew that summer I was between yeah. seventh and eighth grade yeah it was eighth me. and ninth for me. Eighth grade, I'm I am uh let's see. We leave eighth grade and I am five foot five, 
and hold on, stop! Not I possible. I still you believe- have never, Callie, in your life been five foot. Yeah, five. you came was, out six foot. No, I was five foot five and one hundred and sixty pounds. I was fat. I was short uh-huh. and fat. Really? I was. No, that's it, the way it always is before your growth spurt. And then you're like husky, and then you being, just stretch I a, out. I had a chubby moment. Yeah, I, I, I come back uh, after that summer break at six foot two. And what the st- flying and shit? Still one hundred and fifty pounds, <laughs> and no one recognized me. They're like, "Who the hell are you?" Like, no, yeah, not possible. Right? Oh, facts. it was facts for sure, Damon. Bonkers. Like, I, 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 Callie, I cannot envision you as a child. Like I was a small child. I was short and fat. I can't imagine. Oh yeah, I, I was, was. I was short and fat. I'm still short, not fat, but I was short and fat. Oh yeah, I, I no, I was. Little, I was chubby as hell. I had a moment. Like I remember looking at some pictures, and I was like, wow, I, I had some weight on me at one point. <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh, who, 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 who let me go around shirtless for a while? <laughs> that was me. Yes, yes, that was yep. that was me, man. I was, but you know what, man? I realized that was the period of my life where I really start playing video games pretty hard Mm -hmm. because before then i was young enough to where my you know my parents are like go outside and i gotta just shut the fuck up and do it like after about fifth sixth grade if you're staying inside you're just like you know outside is cool but like i'm okay in here like certain parents are like all right well at least you ain't in the streets (laughs) that's not a gross spurt that's That's reasonably that's a gross explosion it 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 really really was was. and i've said like Part of me is like, so I'm going through second puberty now, and I'm like, man, I hope that shit doesn't happen again. And I'm like, like, of course it's not going to, but it's like, I don't know why in my head I'm just kind of like. What if Callie becomes like oh, five, five again? Two. No, what, like, what, what, what if they have, the voice starts cracking and she becomes like five, eight? <laughs> oh, oh, that's interesting. I never thought about like retracting in in. in that would be stature. weird. I I, I, I don't I think mean, that's possible. Not but. possible. Well, like no, you don't you don't retract in stature. But could or you though? Like could, other like, parts if, of if, you if get smaller. I want, if I'm six foot five and I wanted to be six foot, is that medically possible? Uh, yeah, if yeah. they shave took away bone? your femur. I was about to say you would shave your off. you would I shave mean, your femurs down. I didn't oh I mean that was always a rumor, but didn't like Marilyn Manson get like ribs removed? Not true. I know, but I'm just saying, is that possible? No. Are these things possible? I mean, you, I even know if you get some possible. ribs removed, you're true. still gonna have you have a vertebra. Spinal. Well, yeah, <laughs> but can you take out like a couple vertebrae? <laughs> I, no. That's going to be real bad for your ability to move. No, I don't think you're supposed to remove vertebra under any circumstance. I, don't I, don't, I, I didn't do very well with that. Uh, you uh, cannot biology. take out. You can't take out pieces of your vertebrae and expect your nervous system to still work. That is not how it goes. I didn't expect it to work. I'm just wondering. If just it's wondering possible. if it's possible. I, I'm going to tell you probably not. I, so okay. With medical science where it is now, I don't. I don't think so. But you yeah. think it could. Th- Listen, that's why this transhumanism thing is about to pop off. Cyberpunk is about to be reality. Uh, well, oh, I guess that's that. true. You, if you become a, a cyborg, you put your brain into a cyborg, then you're. So you know, you I, I got a question because you know we're talking about you know people getting things lasered off of their bodies yeah. and all this kind of cool stuff, right? But cyberpunk is getting ready to come out, and to me, I view cyberpunk as a, a, a lens into a future that probably won't happen, but could have if we took another path. Sure. So like. If our if the internet didn't happen and we didn't go into telecommunications and stay with manufacturing as where innovation happens, I think we would have got to a point where it's like, oh, my arm got blowed off. Let me get a new arm. Right. Let me just latch that on. But do you think we'll get to a point where, you know, like a cyberpunk style reality of like transhumanism? Like will actually happen? Because if I get an implant in my brain that make me just go faster fuck yeah i'm doing it I, I don't know if it'll be like to that level but 
the what they're doing with just like you know like amputees and stuff like that mm-hmm. are just, like really crazy cool like what they can do like, yeah yeah well it was just like connecting brain to a machine yeah so i i think it's it's obviously possible to a degree i just don't know what level i think the problem is in our lifetime yeah i think the problem is yeah in our lifetime absolutely not but no. i think the problem is that with how far away that is still i don't know that we have that much time left on this planet (laughs) i'm just telling you i've seen too much uh too many darwinism awards going out recently for me to believe that we're gonna make it to there you know what though i think what's more likely is it'll be less machine based and like gene based oh yeah no uh, gene therapy kind of thing not necessarily just growing something but like but like replacement limbs and stuff like that yeah and the ability even the ability for a parent to say i want my kid to be six foot five Oh, oh, we're gonna get oh, to that like, eugenics stage. Oh, oh god, absolutely. Oh, it sucks, but I, I think people are gonna that. be into it. Oh. I think I'd rather be a cyborg than have. Like, I I too would rather be a cyborg. What are they called? Designer children, designer designer children? babies. Yeah, designer babies. That's oh, the weird. phrase for it. Yeah, yeah, but like the weird, like that's where it's tending to go. Like, it's leaning more that than cyberpunk. Like yeah. there's a stem cell research. Adopt, don't shop. I agree. Oh, you've already got <laughs> I, the. Uh, please don't. You've got the motto. I like. No, it. I'm seriously. I com- I completely agree. But anyway, that ain't have shit to do with video games. <laughs> I don't know. Um, where it went. <laughs> but it uh, is what it is. Much like every other discussion much, on AFK. How did we get there? How did we get here? I don't know. But uh, yeah, we got to talk about Xbox coming up. The world of comics has been growing for the past 30 years, and that's why Robbie and Ben are here to break it all down for you. Join the shop talk every Monday for the latest in all things comic. Find the other identity at CheckpointXP.com or download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Checkpoint AFK, we are here. Norris Howard alongside Chad Callahan and Callie Sloan. Uh, I I definitely wanted to talk about this, guys, because this was a potential, uh, you know, confirmation of some things going on. Uh, A controller was leaked uh, over the week. Uh, Xbox Series X controller. Uh, it looks pretty standard. Xboxy. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty. It Xbox-y. looks like an Xbox controller. Yeah. If you oh told me God, this is the God. new Xbox controller, I would say yes. I would say yes. But what has uh, come with the packaging here is that it says it is compatible with the Xbox Series X and S. Therefore, soft confirming that there will be more than one version. Of the next generation Xbox coming out. Okay. So the reason why I wanted to bring this up is um, why? Why are they doing this? It, before it's even out. Before it's Well, not just before it's even out, but we know the PS5 will have two different versions, a disc base and a digital base. Right. Yeah. Um, I can see Xbox doing a similar thing, but Xbox does not have a great track record with having more than one console at market at the same time. No, um, and here's my my big question about that. Like, I guess maybe you have to do it as a, as a CYA sort of thing. But if that's the only difference, why do you have to specify that the controller is going to be compatible with both? Exactly. Like, yes, I technically speaking, the PlayStation Five controller is going to be compatible with both. But I don't feel any need for them to. To say specify that, of that. course it's going to be compatible with both. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Yeah, and that's sort of what I feel is that, you know, is this, you know, similar to what they did with the previous generation of there's going to be one that's a little bit less powerful and a little bit more affordable, which I'm all for affordable tech. I think equitable tech is a good thing. But 
this thing will not cost more than six hundred bucks. Right. At max. Right. It'll probably be four ninety nine ninety nine. Um and so I agree with you, Callie. I'm not necessarily sure why, unless the actual architecture of the system itself is different, that they need to specify that it's compatible so, with both systems. Look, switch to Sony for a sec. I understand the idea behind having a disc-based console that has that capability and one that is moving away from it. Absolutely. It is a acknowledgement of where we're at in the space today. We're moving away from physical media. We're continuing that process. I think it's a dangerous and sad thing, but I'm also old woman yells at clouds sometimes. <laughs> that said, um, if you look at Xbox, and that's not what it is. If that's what it is, fine, I, then I just don't understand why you specify that. Yeah. But if that isn't what it is, and they're looking at doing what they did with the Xbox One X and S where they're going to have different levels of power in them. At at what point are you just releasing different powered PCs, pre-built PCs? Okay. At what point is that just what this is? And, and then we, that brings our last thing about, like, why bother buy it? Like, right. it's just going to have the Game Pass and everything. So on exactly. And, so forth. and that's sort of my larger point when it comes to everything that's happening with Xbox is it just reeks of we're doing it because Sony did it. And even beyond that, there it, it continues to be Microsoft further saying that we just want you to buy a Windows PC and have Game Pass. Which, by the way, can someone explain to me why Microsoft doesn't just embrace that? What is wrong? You, you're Nothing. Microsoft. You have the largest operating system platform in, in existence. The, in the world, yes. There, there's ever been. You own it. You could literally just take Game Pass and make it work. Like, wh- I, I don't why? know why I they don't, don't just it. really double down on this whole PC thing and You're- Game Pass thing and just make a affordable gaming PC that's like just dedicated to gaming. I style myself I mean, I guess that's a, what a Sony console is, but yeah, I style myself a Sony console gamer and a mm-hmm. PC gamer. Right mm-hmm. now, when I sit down and play Final Fantasy fourteen, I sit down at my Windows PC playing a game that's available for Xbox yeah. using an Xbox controller. Am I, am I not effectively an, an Xbox, Xbox gamer at that point? Yeah, cuz they have an Xbox do that. app on And that I will Windows. and I will argue you are. You're I playing agree. an Xbox at that Cause point. Cuz guess what? You know what? As much as Sony gets a lot of love and as much as I give them a lot of love, I admit that fully. You know who has a better controller? Xbox. I disagree. I think the Xbox. I did. We hold on. Stop. Because we went through this. You were here. That's right. You were here. We went through this. I gave it. I gave it much more props too. But I got outvoted by everybody. We went through this. The Xbox controller is nowhere near as great as a DualShock Four. Period. You're wrong. That's incorrect. Let me tell you which controller is uncomfortable to hold. The DualShock 4. That's if you have massive, gargantuan, giant hands, okay? <laughs> that's Not low. No, that's you, okay? You and all five of you giant, skyscraping oh, motherfuckers, okay? People with normal-sized hands, like the vast majority all of right. the population, use PlayStation then, controllers. Then, okay, then going back to the fact that there's multiple controllers, why isn't that a factor? Why isn't there size differences? Like, I mean, they don't need to do like huge rehauls. But that, just you know what? this is a custom, great point. Customized controllers. Why doesn't that exist? Why I would exist? love. Like, I just need it to be a little bit bigger because my fingers are fat. How, or, how like, has, I, or a geriatric. How has no like, one got old on gamers this? Gamers are gonna be a thing. 
Yeah. Soon. How has no one gotten on board with the customizable controller size? Or not or not even just a small, medium, large. Yeah, just in like the, in the era of nigh limitless mouse and console yeah. or mouse and keyboard uh, customization, how do we not have that for controllers? It's crazy. That's actually something that's blowing my mind right now that I That I nobody mean, that, thought that of that this. Nobody thought of this. Well, you know what? And maybe I, they have and they're just know like, what I think it was. Work. You know what I think it was? I think they conceded that to third parties for so long. And even still, they don't And do even that. still, the third parties don't make a size I mean, the only thing that, that I can think of is that, like, they have, like, grips and stuff. And sure, that makes it a bit bulkier, but it doesn't make it any easier to play. No. Yeah. Because, like, if I had an Xbox controller that was smaller, I would probably use it for PCs. Well, I mean, technically, actually, I just said a lie. No, I wouldn't, because I hate that layout of that controller. But the point is, it would be more a more comfortable experience right. for somebody like me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think back to like the original Xbox controller. That thing was a bulky <laughs> nightmare. It was horrible. But ever since they went to the smaller controller design, yeah. I've always preferred it. Over like I loved the DualShock Two. Mm-hmm. I thought that was one of the. I think the DualShock Two, if you like speak historically, is the best controller ever made. Mm-hmm. I would not. I'd put it up against anything. Mm-hmm. DualShock 3 was okay, but I think the DualShock 4, the way the thumbs curve down, is really uncomfortable to hold after an hour. See, I, I love that. And I actually like I like the weight of the DualShock 4 as opposed to the 3 and 2. I love uh, the weight of the, the DualShock weight, 4. The I just don't good. like where the thumbsticks are placed yeah. on it. But, right. but so we have Volkai in the chat who, get, who gives three reasons as to why uh, Xbox is taking the, the, the decisions that they're – or the – roadmap that they're taking i want to share this so he says one it gets buy-in from xbox specifically xbox console fans why they he's saying why they want them to get a console instead of a gaming pc so you get your xbox fans okay duh it sells a lean back living room sofa experience instead of the computer desk experience fine i'll give you that i'll say that and with xbox you don't have to worry about windows defender antivirus all right you know what on all three counts those are actually decent points well said volkai no those are all good those are decent points None of them are worth six hundred fucking dollars. <laughs> I period. The only thing none that, of them. The only them. thing that I'll combat on is like yes, there's the living room sofa experience, but a lot of times that comes with it being you know multiplayer, which Xbox isn't necessarily doing well, anymore. All, they all, don't care. all consoles have moved away from couch except co-op. for you know maybe one. Except for well, except, except for, for the Switch. It, yeah, except for Nintendo. But even the, and even they, they have half. Of yeah, them. except for Nintendo. But all all consoles have moved away from couch co op, right? But, which is why I think Nintendo does very well as a console and will continue to do well. Well, as that's a console, the lane, but because that's their lane, that's what they do well. But Xbox and PS uh, and and PlayStation have decided that they want to do like yeah, these long story, you know. Single player things, right. and it's gonna. People are just gonna eventually like. It's just easier if I play so, it all on my computer, and everything's in one spot. So we, we cannot be far off though from Microsoft releasing effectively a Chromecast for your absolutely. for your game. And, Send and, it out to the living room. And here's the thing: like, we gotta be that close. I think that's a better course of action for them right now because yeah. you put know, out, and, put out a sixty dollar dongle that <laughs> is. Sorry, <laughs> how old are you? Chad, grow up. Grow up, but I, mean, I can't believe I'm saying the words "grow up." But uh, yeah, you put out a sixty dollars dongle that sent. Like, it's. I mean, we've seen it with the Steam Link, right? We've seen it with. We've seen it fail a Stadia, but as they move towards X Cloud anyway, you know you're going to have it. Well, and that's and that's what's going to give Xbox the advantage because I think X Cloud coupled with Game Pass is way too good of a deal slash system. 
can, to to really to really deal with Stadia's done. We said that done. before. But can yeah. we it's talk done. about what Stadia is missing? Was that Game Pass? Absolutely. You know how oh, much yeah. better Stadia does if I don't have to buy spend sixty dollars again on these games that I want. Yeah. If I have yeah. this, if I have it cloud stream, I don't have to download the games and I can just play them at will from a library. Yeah. Oh, it and Volkai is saying uh, who will spend six hundred dollars on a baseline Xbox? You get an extra controller and an extra game on a five hundred dollars system. Here's is $600. the thing, and I was just thinking Boom. this. And this this would make it worthwhile and better, and because I'm trying to think of a way to make that co- you know that mm-hmm. lounging in the living room experience, which mm-hmm. is a viable argument. Yes, for this. absolutely. Probably the only one I'll hundred percent give you. It's absolutely viable as a console gamer. As a console gamer. Now the only thing I could think of, and I don't know how they do it, but it's you know how like Mac has those like it's all built into the monitor. Yeah, all in ones. All yeah. in ones. If Microsoft can build Game Pass into a monitor. No, if 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 what Microsoft did is saying, here's a gaming PC that is an all in one. And you could and you Which can is watch hard Netflix, to do because I don't know how everything. they would do graphics cards that way. But I don't know. if you did integrated graphics, I guess it's possible. Um and they gave you an all in one and made it basically a monitor or as as Callie said, a dongle, um, then I think it is absolutely viable. But to to Demon uh, Koenig's uh, comment, uh, people who are quote unquote lazy consoles are easy to pick up and use versus a PC with a technical know how. Here's the problem: if you're going to buy a console, why would you not just buy a PlayStation? Like, and I'm not, and I'm, I'm not trying to sound down on no, yeah, yeah. Xbox. No. But if you're talking about a console experience that has created an ecosystem plus exclusives plus the shit that you can only get dealing with that one console, then PlayStation right now That's has the, the better experience. You're starting to get to the point of your viable audience being people who are anti-PlayStation and also don't want to work on, have a PC is starting to get to be a little too small of a market that, for you. That market you is this people. big. I mean, yeah. That market is this big. And if you're saying that it's about console exclusives, they've already said all that shit is playable on PC. Yeah, they've moved away from that. So that it, that argument, which, which is by the, way, the big argument of consoles, is gone. I know. And you know what sucks about that is truly... Microsoft is the most consumer friendly of any of the major Absolutely. brands right now, 100%. and they are only going to be punished for it. Absolutely, because not it's enough not people are going to model. say like, it's it's not like the truth is being consumer friendly isn't always good for your bottom line. No, which Sad. I mean, as someone who comments on this space, really sucks because I have to at, on on one hand say Microsoft, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. Yeah, while also acknowledging that doing it the other way is anti-consumer. <laughs> No, it, it it is, and that and you're absolutely right. That is the sad part because, like I said, I want Microsoft to have some wins because I want competition. I don't yep, want them to cede the console space to PlayStation. Yeah. I don't want them to leave this space. I don't want them to roll over and die because PlayStation did so well in the last gen and probably will repeat the same in this one. There's nothing right now that leads me to believe that the script is going to flip, right? No. Like, remember, the last time around... The 360 into the Xbox One and the PS3 into the PS4 was a massive reversal of fortunes because the PS3 was okay. It was Sony learned the hard way what happens when you release a console without a good library to support it. And too expensive. And guess what? (laughs) The Series X is about to learn that. I I think here too, I I, I think we'd be amiss to uh, not talk about it because it just happened yesterday. 
can we talk about the fact that Halo Infinite is oh, now God. delayed, but at to, the same day... By the way, day, to 2021? 2021, not, not early... To a specific date? Early... They, I think it was early. I think they said... They, they intimated first quarter. First Q1, quarter Q1, Q1 2021. Q1 2021 is my guess. If, I, mean, they never, I don't think they gave a date, but let's just assume. Even still, the same day... Xbox announced that they're coming out in November. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a really weird timing. So it's almost as if they were waiting to hear if, X, if if Halo is going to be done on time. Right, and then they're like, "Screw it, we're just going to come out anyways." But is this? And I can see why they're still doing it because there's all these other titles that mm-hmm. would probably be really mad if they pushed it back to 2021. Mm-hmm. But L- listen, Halo. Did, here, okay, hit, let me. My comment on Microsoft. Hard. Halo Infinite should never have been. Touted as a launch title or anywhere oh, near no. launch shouldn't have, it shouldn't should have been. been a hype, hype it should have been into a, it exactly it, it shouldn't have even I'm I'll, I will argue that it probably should have just been announced and they should have never even tried to make it come out this I year. disagree entirely because I, Halo is as synonymous with Xbox as anything like Halo is the reason Xbox made it right like yeah. in the early days of Xbox they were okay was were, Halo or Halo two launch titles. I mean, Halo or Halo. No, but they're the reason that system made it. Yeah. And so to that end, coming off a down cycle, a down generation, a big time down generation, to put their faith in Halo to try and get them back into relevancy makes all the sense in the world. And to try and make it a launch title makes all the sense in the world. I disagree. I think COVID screwed them, though. I mean, uh, it's COVID screwed everybody. So at this point, it's almost not an excuse. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's the only thing that they were doing is trying to compete with Sony on release date. And I don't know if that's going to work. But, but, I think that was a smarter decision. Might have but, beyond that, but beyond that, and Volkai said Halo 1 was the launch title. You're absolutely correct. I thought it um, really? Wait, no. I don't. Let me check that. You Let might be right. That. I think November fifteenth, two thousand one. I think you're actually correct about that. Let me check. That's fine. Let me check. I actually don't November fifteenth. It released as a launch title for the Xbox yep, One. Yes. Right. Thank so you. I just want. I wanted to check on that. I think it was the only one because I don't remember Halo Three launching with three sixty. Um, but here's why I say I think I disagree with that is because you know when you release a game like Halo or you announce a game like Halo, Halo's fans are gonna be hyped. Period. You already got them. Those are fans you already got. All you need them to do is to be excited. That's it. You don't need them to do anything else. They're going to buy it regardless. They're going to buy it regardless because they know it's coming. So you don't need it to be a launch title. And and, in trying to make it fit within this year, all you've done now effectively is piss off the community. Yeah, you've you've literally made a bad marketing decision now saying that now it's not a launch right. title. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't right. the plan and I'm sure it's the But now it's the now there's time. bad blood though. But, but yeah, it's it's a it's a negative feeling now towards it's ba- Microsoft. Now there's bad blood. Yeah, but on the other hand, we had this game announced in 2018. Yeah. You've had the runway and the time. And then we saw it at the recent Xbox showcase. And it was not great. I know. I'm great. saying the strategically wrong part wasn't announcing as a launch title, I think that's strategically correct. Yeah. I'm saying the problem is 343 is risking becoming this era's 3D realms. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Is that, is that too mean? <laughs> is that too mean of a thing to say? And do you, it's and, a bit harsh. It's we're, a we're bit talk, harsh. We're talking about Halo access, and I, I, wanted to, I wanted to say, do you think that that negative reaction is the real reason why this is pushed back? No, no, I don't think so. You think that it's I actual? Think the game, they just couldn't. Ca- I keep think up? the game is not done. What we saw done. was not. 
It's not what rendered we saw, properly. What we saw was not what the next Halo should look like. Period. It there are two reasons a game gets delayed. There is the Red Dead reason. Yeah. The uh, we need polish. It's not there yet. It's close. We don't want to have to fix everything at launch. We will fix it at launch. But and we then there's the Square time. Enix reason. And then there's the uh oh. It's not done launch reason, Ooh. and I seriously worry that Halo is falling in the latter. Category. In the latter, I'm serious because from what people saw, is it Halo? Yes, yeah, it's Halo. But did it look like the Halo that they said it was going to be? Not yet. No. I'm not saying that it can't be there. I'm not saying no, that that's not where there. it's going. I'm saying not yet. And if you're three months out from launch and you're at not yet, you gotta push it back. That's fair. You got to push it back. I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. You got to push it back. And I mean, shit, Cyberpunk's been delayed twice. And yet, (laughs) and yet everybody's still hype as fuck for this game. Why? Because they, CD Projekt Red has goodwill. They put out games that people like, and they're being upfront with what's going on with the development. With 343, people have been burned enough by 343 that they're to a point where it's like, oh, Halo got delayed. Sure, I want you to work on it and, and make and make it polished. But if this game is not great, and by great I mean console definingly great, they got a big problem. Yeah, they got a big problem. I mean, Xbox is in need of something that moves a console. Like it, whatever it is, it has to be something that moves a the, console. The only it, thing I could think of is Fable Two. Fable ain't moving shit. But that's what I mean. That's the only I mean, thing that they've shown. I know. Fable, I mean. Outside it, of Halo Infinite. If it was 2005, I might believe Fable's going to move something. But, but last I checked, it's not. It. No, yeah, but. Fable Fable ain't moving shit. But, you know, that's, that's what we're going to say about that. I mean, again, it sounds like we're constantly really hard on Microsoft and on Xbox. But I kind of don't give a fuck because <laughs> what the money shows is... Is so are you, Mr. Consumer. You're hard on Xbox, too. We That's just, fair. Listen, it's not that we hate Microsoft. We just want them we to want do them what to they clearly need to do I'll, and make games. I we, want you to win. We still, we, I still think to this day we've discovered what they should do, and if they don't do it, it's a mistake, and become a development house, and just own games, and put it on Game Pass, and, it just, and they just own it. Yeah. That seems to be the way they're going, but and I hope that's what they do, and but they'll succeed yeah. there, and I I feel like that would be the strength, yeah. but we'll see. <laughs> we don't hate; we're just disappointed. <laughs> Facts. For all the latest in Overwatch League action, check out the Owls Nest with me, Robbie Landis, and my co-host Jake Lyon. Find new episodes every weekend on Checkpoint XP's YouTube or at CheckpointXP.com, or download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Checkpoint AFK. Your host, Norris Howard, here alongside Callie Sloan and Chad Callahan. Interesting news coming out of the esports world. Uh-oh. Uh, Blizz. You already know where this is going because I said ActaBliz, so it's probably not going to be great news. Yes, yeah, not. <laughs> but uh, Activision Blizzard, their, uh, their uh, CEO, Bobby Kotick, tweeted out over the past week that they're adding a new executive to the esports or their sports entertainment division and that is the former deputy major league baseball commissioner uh tony Pat- tony Petiti uh yeah. is Sorry. his name uh 
well, if I'm going to pronounce it right, it's Italian name, Petiti. Uh, Tony Petiti uh, is now going to be their president of sports and entertainment, effective August 17th. So Petiti is going to be in charge of essentially running the Overwatch League, the Call of Duty Leagues. He's going to be the main go-to guy uh, for this. Uh, esports did not like this move. I'm going to just say that. Why would they? Why would anyone in esports, esports like this move? did not like this. Major League Baseball has tripped over itself trying to shoot itself in the foot for the better part of 20 <laughs> years. Major League Baseball has made every wrong decision since I was in diapers. Pretty since much. I was wetting myself. Like, what? How? You hired someone from Major League Baseball? Listen, no. if you are going to bring anybody in from professional sports that is not coming in from the NBA... To be, to be honest with you, even the NFL, but the NFL has had its share of scandals and weird stuff going on for the better part of the decade. If you're bringing in a traditional sports executive that is not coming from the NBA, which is the only league outside of the NFL that has saw massive growth, you are failing. That is not a right decision. I'm not even, I'm, I'm taking esports out of it, yeah. right? Just in general. Just in general, can, right? Can we look... At the state of Major League Baseball right now, they have seen their numbers decline year over year. We are literally coming out of a scenario where they could have had the biggest win in sports yep. if they had just been a little smart and the owners hadn't been real scummy all of a sudden. Yep. Instead, we have a 60-game season happening. We have massive outbreaks of COVID. We have games being postponed, and it's just a dumpster fire. And you decided to bring in the deputy commissioner of to that? run your esports league? Have you lost your mind? Yeah, you know what has a real good esports league? Major League Baseball. Can't wait to turn into that MLB The Show tournament this weekend. <laughs> Isn't that going to be sick? I hear they got uh, Bryce Harper playing. Cool. Yeah, I'll find I can't that on ESPN 130. Exactly. I'd rather drown in a urinal than watch that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. You hired fucking Major League Baseball execs. Give me an NBA exec, or I've got a better idea. Hire someone from esports to do it. I, listen, I'm I'm on the same you know I'm on the same thing with you. And, and listen, I'm not going to say that the calculus is wholly misunderstood because obviously this guy has gone out and helped you know broker massive TV deals and sponsorship deals for Major League Baseball. And let's be honest, with a buy-in of 20, 30 plus, plus million dollars. Those investors at the Overwatch League want to see a return on their investment and they want to see that shit now. Okay? So I get that point. However, you cannot take, and I'm, gonna be, I'm, I'm being generous when I say this, you cannot take a deputy commissioner from the only American sport that is actively dying and put yes. them in charge of stuff. You can't. I don't even call hockey a major sport no more. I'm I, I'm gonna be honest. Okay, but hockey's at least doing okay. Well, hockey is hockey, what it is. Hockey's one of those things, though. We can't. I feel like that's a, a different thing because it's so much better outside of the U.S. It's, well, a, it's, it's a whole different animal. Hockey is never going to be the the NFL. No, it's right? not. Like, no, they're, not gonna have, they're gonna have a fan base in you know, let's just face Canada and Russia and Ca- like those Canada, other places Russia, where they're really popular places. and northern states here. And yeah. US is always going to have it. It's never going to falter because of that. Yep. No, absolutely. And and the thing the the thing is though, is that hockey also understood that it is never going to be the NFL. No, and they right? they, they don't care. The MLB they don't at one to. point was the sport. Period. 
It was, it was the America's sport. pastime. For the better it part was of called a, that for a reason. For the better part of a hundred years, it was America's sport until you know Paul Tagliabue and the NFL mm-hmm. decided we about to turn this motherfucker up. Until I would argue, probably the eighties, late eighties, the eighties, and then you know what the where the real change happened when the uh, the players' strike in the nineties happened. There was that, and the NBA decided they wanted to highlight superstars. Oh, yeah. They wanted to highlight Magic and Bird and Jordan, mm-hmm. and they leaned into that. And then sports entertainment, quote unquote, became a thing. Yeah. And baseball, on its surface, is just not very entertaining for the layman. Well, uh, and there was no solution to the end of the steroid era. Exactly. Like, here's here's the unfortunate truth. The steroid era was entertaining. Fun as fuck to it watch. Was, it was you incredible that, to watch these guys. You remember that shit? Chicks did the long ball. That was exactly. the, that was a motto. Mark McGuire, cheater. Complete cheater. Absolutely. Totally abused steroids, wrecked his body doing so. Absolutely. But you know who was fun to watch bat? Mark, Mark McGuire. McGuire. Absolutely. Which, like, by, which, by the way, King Griffey Jr. was the only guy who was in that uh, uh, who was in that home run race who did it clean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but like, think about like, and that's where we're in the we're in the pitching era now. Like, yep. And don't get me wrong, it can be interesting if you're a baseball fan to see a great pitcher. But at the end of the day, no one wants to see a one nothing baseball game. No, not I, at all. I'm sorry. That's not an exciting and, ball game. And, and, and I'm going to be honest. And I'm going to just go out here and say this because not a lot of other people are going to say it. This shit reeks to me of old white dudes looking out for other old white oh, dudes. Oh, yes. That's what this is, bro. Let's just keep it funky. Because Bobby Kotick has already been on record as a guy who is probably not the most up and up in terms of how many bonuses he's gotten, oh. how much the executives at yeah, there's Act a, there's a spreadsheet of uh, of Actabliz, uh wages that are out there now that'll really show it. That'll really show it. I mean, on investor calls, saying how much they're winning in terms of how much money Activision Blizzard is making, and yet that is not the 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 employees of Activision Blizzard are not simply not seeing the fruits of that labor and. People have a very bad taste in their mouths about Activision and Bobby Kotick. I would have never thought that I would say this about Blizzard, but Blizzard is not very liked by gamers right now. Blizzard, that's crazy. Yeah. Go back ten years and try to utter the phrase "Blizzard is going to be one of the most hated American game developers in the country." I'd have called you crazy because I would have been crazy. You would have been, been an insane and thing so, to say so out loud. Locked up. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you have you have this sentiment around Bobby Kotick. And then he goes out and gets an executive from a sport that everybody agrees is doing the worst job of everything. Where did PDV right come from? Where's uh, Les Delica come from? Was he NBA or NFL? I think he was NFL. NFL, that's what I thought. Yeah, so, yeah. I think he was in it. But the NFL to me makes more sense. L- listen, I'm not saying I agree. I'm not saying I like it. I, I'm saying the NFL makes more sense. Listen, the NFL is Satan. It is, it is, <laughs> it is actually evil. It is. I can't say of the devil. It is the devil. There is, <laughs> there is zero things redeeming about the NFL. Yeah, and yet they continue to thrive because they have an entertaining product. Absolutely. And you know what? The same would be true of the Overwatch League if they had an entertaining product. They yeah. do not. Yeah. No. It, it's it's really tough. And the part that really... and by the way, hiring someone from, from baseball is not going to get you an right, entertaining that's, product. The, the the parallels between baseball and Overwatch League right now are very telling. They're, they're like if you compare like the entertainment value mm-hmm. right now what they're doing because if you think about this like really when you see an Overwatch competition most of the time it's like 
Shock's going to win. I mean, see, I, but all sports have eras like yeah, that. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, there was a point in the NBA where you're just like, Golden State's going to win. But I feel like there was a esports point- has it, at least the U.S. esports, has it the most. <sighs> I mean, I, I, maybe not all of them, but like, I could I leave, feel you. Overwatch, I could. There's you. I guarantee. There's like. Well, I already know who's gonna. There's win. nothing wrong. There's with, nothing wrong with that. With, with dominant teams. being dominant. I mean, think about like '90s NFL. Uh, the no. G-Men. How about the, the Cowboys? Now NFL with the Patriots. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet they're never more popular. Like you know, what I mean, people get on board with that winner. And like, if truly, if you knew every game that TSM was gonna win. But they also, we also knew that there was a chance that they were going to go to Worlds and win there. We'd, it wouldn't matter that they went. We'd watch them win every uh-huh. week in the LCS and going, oh, Leading man, world, can't yeah. wait till this game gets to Worlds. And they get the Worlds and get dumpstered. Yeah, but that's the problem. <laughs> but is we're well aware. Like, listen, man. I guess that's my point. It, it just seems so like, all right, we're going to get to this point and then – all right, well that ended, so we're well, out of the but first the, round. But the, but right, the part, cool. but the part that makes this more, the part that makes this more infuriating than a lot of the other appointments, because the commissioner of the Call of Duty League comes from the NFL, I believe. Pete, as we said, Pete Vlastelica for the OWL, he comes from the NFL. So I, I understand certain appointments. The problem is that there is literally. No representation from the greater esports world in the executive suites of these particular products. That's the part that makes it frustrating because if this guy came in and said, what I'm going to do is make a coalition of some of the greatest esports minds. I'm plucking this guy from uh from league of legends i'm plucking this guy from dota i'm plugging this guy from rocket league this this person from here and here and here overwatch league fans i think would be a lot more excited to see talent from other arguably more successful esports coming in trying to boost the stature of this particular league but instead what we're seeing is older white dude hires slightly less old white dude to do a job marketing to a game that actually is one of the most diverse fan bases in all of esports. Listen, it's it's the same problem that companies have inherently marketing to people our age and younger. We hate being marketed to, yeah. and we're able to see it. We're able to spot when we're being marketed to, and we don't like it. And here's and what bugs me about it is people in traditional sports leagues saying, "Listen, I can't get a younger audience," and they think, "Is you know what the problem is? The game." No, I'm sorry to tell you, but if you marketed the NFL properly and made it watchable in the proper areas, you would have no problem getting young people to watch the NFL. Football is still entertaining. Yeah, baseball. You know what? I like baseball, and I know I'm in the minority. Baseball can still be entertaining. The NBA is immensely entertaining. Mm-hmm. NHL is entertaining. If you would swallow your pride mm-hmm. and find the cojones to try something different to maybe market you know you know what maybe the era of spending a hundred million dollars on a cable deal is over yeah maybe it's time to look towards new platforms and new ways of getting your message out there and new ways of letting people interact with your stars and your athletes maybe that's the area you need to move to if you want to make your sports relevant the solution is not going into esports and making them look like traditional sports yeah and, and and it infuriates me because I was a big fan of city based esports. I like that. I like tribalism. Love it as a concept. I like tribalism. I love for people to you know. I 
I wanted people as ugly as the fucking logo is. I wanted people to go out and get tattoos of the NYXL logo because that's their team. Yeah. Yep. You know You know how many people in New York don't get two flying fucks about baseball but will wear a Yankee hat just because it's New York? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's me with Detroit. I'll, I'll rep some Detroit stuff, well, but I, I could care less But that's tribalism, scene. and that's the beauty of it, yeah. is that there are people who fall into being sports fans because it's just there. I don't have to be a Tigers fan. No, you don't. To love the old English D. Right. No. The old English D is classic, and it can mean Detroit as much as it means the Tigers. Yes. And too many... Uh, Again, that, to be fair, is a failing on a lot of esports teams where their stuff is like, yeah, but if you're not an Overwatch fan, why would you ever want to wear that? Yeah. Like, there are very few. Like, I will give, like, Team Liquid a lot of credit. I think. Team Liquid's branding too great. The horse, yeah. the stallion, it is. I'm, it's Dude, so good. It, even, it doesn't okay. have to be anything about esports. And I'm not, I'm not just saying this simply because of, of our affiliations, but I look at the Houston Outlaws and I go, that's how you brand a team. Period. Yes. That is how you brand a team. I think there are certain teams in the OWL that I go absolutely as a brand that should work, period. But instead, what we're seeing is that because the league is ran by folks, in my opinion, that have a fundamental misunderstanding of how the esports ecosystem works, but they know how marketing works. They know how finance works. They know how traditional sports works. This, 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 that, and the third. They will always hit a wall in terms of how high that ceiling can be. Period. Period. They will always hit a ceiling. League is 10 years old and somehow still growing. Unfathomable. How? Yeah. How? Should never happen. How is it? How is this ten-year-old game that they can't fucking balance? That that continually, the, the continually the most, the, the richest country in the world just gets stomped on. Yep. Every time they go, cannot find any level of world parity right can't, now. Can't find any sort of parity. China and Korea will continually dominate this space, and yet it is still growing. How did they do that? First of all, by making the game free. But second of all, by understanding the audience. What does the audience like? What does the audience want? What does the community want? That's all they do. And, I mean, it's not complicated either, No. by the way. It's, what are they like? It's a free game that you can pay for aesthetics on. Okay? Our generation has proven they're pretty okay with that. Yep. Uh, the VODs are available immediately on YouTube yep. right after the event's over. So you can watch live or you can watch when you want. And frankly, we don't really care what you choose. Great. We like that. We're an on-demand society now. That's what we prefer. Totally okay. Uh, oh, and uh, by the way, also, we go super extra on completely obscure things because we know that we live in the meme generation. Yep. And guess what was very, very meme-worthy? Uh, freaking... Not, not hashtag rise, but the other one. Uh, oh, the but the, uh, the girls. God, but the, the, oh, KDA. KDA. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, pop stars. Yeah, pop stars. Thank you. Yeah, like meme worthy. Pop and stars. Was, was it necessary to have a hologram virtual production of pop stars play at your world championships? No, absolutely. But in the not. meme generation, actually, yes, it was. But it's but that is what they do. That Overwatch, I think, tries too hard to do with its talent and not with its actual product, right? Yeah, with the product. So what they'll do, and and what I personally 
don't like because I, I love all these people and I've I've met them, I've hung out with them. You know, the 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 casting talent and the and the desk talent for the OWL. Outstanding. In my opinion, some of the best in the industry, point blank, period. Mm-hmm. But they try too hard to meme them. You have one of the best collections of characters in video games. Yep. Period. Yep. There is so much you could do with the characters from Overwatch. They have done effectively nothing. Nothing. Dude, you see it when they release a new skin. The new Ferris skin got revealed and everybody yeah. was like, lost oh. their mind. Everybody's, oh my God. Let me hit all of the internet with the horny stick. Go to horny jail. <laughs> but it's true. Like, wh- how come, you know, the shock, right? They're the big winners last year, right? Yeah. So how come, um, I don't know, their best player, Sinatra. Sinatra not anymore, I guess, right? <laughs> super now. Yeah, super now. But Sinatra, how come what, whatever Sinatra's main was? They did. They did a skin. Doing not skin. a skin. How come that character doesn't come out as a huge fan of the shock? Yeah. <laughs> how come that doesn't become part of the lore mm-hmm. that they're a huge shock fan i mean but that's, that's fair but there's a lot that you could have deal with it there's in jokes there's dude there are so many in jokes in league of legends oh god that they just lean into dude I mean, and sometimes not to their benefit but but there's <laughs> not always not, not always. always not everything's it you're gonna get it wrong sometimes you're gonna get it wrong sometimes but like ramus ramus okay. has a whole he, first of all if you use ramus you're a meme but the whole character in and of itself is a meme. Yeah. Yasuo, okay. the character in and of himself is a meme, right? Yeah. So the, the community has created these definitions for these characters and this sort of lore around these characters that all Riot has to do is just lean into Just it. lean into Hey, they've done the work for us in most cases. Yeah, that's yeah. all you got to do. And yet Blizzard and Activision refuse to kind of do that and so their product consistently feels inauthentic because the consumer and the audience is removed from everything that the OWL is and when you look at professional League of Legends when you look at League of Legends as a product there are so many parts of it that the community has directly influenced Yone just came out you can't tell me that if if Yone was not like a thing in the community, yeah. that he would be a character right now. Correct. I mean, I, and it goes back to like any other, as much as I hate to draw a comparison, to a traditional sport, think of football, right? Mm-hmm. So in football, there, like in uh, League of Legends or any, any eSport, there are people who want to do it competitively and there are people who want to do it casually. Casuals, right? Who yeah. are, you know, I'm never going to be a pro, but I like to go throw the football around. That's great. It's fun. Maybe you played Little League. Maybe you played even into high school or something like that. But... No matter what, if you're a fan of football, you have a pro team. Yeah. You have a favorite player, and it's because of the way they market it. The quarterback is the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, as much as I hate to use the term, the, the diva wide receiver, right, mm-hmm. who is the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Or, your, or your stoic get-the-job-done running back. Right. So whether you have any intention to play or not, you have a pro team. Yeah. There, the, the, East, the, the, the competitive aspect is a part of it. And... It weirds me out that esports doesn't do a better job of getting there. And that's yeah. not just on the Overwatch League, although I think Overwatch League might be the greatest offender. Um, like, it, it weirds me out that they don't do a better job of getting it to the point where it's like, even if you're not a big esports fan, you should still have a team. 
Well, not yeah. even just you the team. Someone you, you should just for. know certain players. Right. Right? Okay. Chad, do you watch basketball? Mm, I, I mean, I, I, I've seen it. Okay, you've seen, <laughs> I've it. seen it. You've I, seen it. I've watched it. You know who? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it in a hoop. Right? Yeah, you know who the fuck LeBron James is. Yeah, maybe LeBron's too big. That's a that's a transcendent character. Okay, you know who Kobe Bryant is. Yeah, you know who Michael Jordan is. Yeah, Magic Johnson. You know who Magic Johnson is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know who Larry Bird is. Right, the the legends. Yeah, I know the legends. Yeah. But but the, the 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 fact of the matter still stands. You know who the fuck these people are. Right. Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, that's. He's I mean, like Shaq a, is. He's his own entity. Is beyond. But, yeah, but still, like he, that's where he right. Re- and, and to Callie's point, and, and this is the last point I want to make on this, and this is why a traditional sports person could come in and maybe that's where they could help in, but it hasn't happened yet. And that's the frustrating part is because you can't tell me, right, that I can name you four to five League of Legends players that I would say – are those kind of players. They kind of transcend, I don't want to say all of esports, but they kind of transcend their regional right. areas. Well, we we could, yeah. but the average fan can't. No, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. somebody somebody like Doublelift transcends the LCS. Yeah. Yeah. People outside of America know who Doublelift is. He is relevant on a world scale. On a world scale. People outside of America, or people outside of Korea know who Faker is, yes. right? Faker is probably one of the only esports people who I could say... Even quite a few people who don't play league, no, but who are he is. in the esports know who Faker is. Yeah, has, they know the name, right? So that aspect of it is what a traditional sports executive is supposed to come in and do. Is the pimp who's the superstars? What's our marquee yeah. teams? Who are we pushing? Who are we? You know, what what are the rivalries that we're highlighting? What's this? What's that? You know, you know what the problem with that concept is, though. Yeah is that you hired someone from baseball, and while I agree that that was the case in baseball at one time, it's not today. No, it's not. Can you name for me five of the top ten players in the in the major, in major League Baseball right now? Uh, I, can name, I can name you, I'll give you from I'll a give couple you, years ago. I'll give you Mike Trout. Mike Trout, Bryce Harper. <sighs> Maybe Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer. But, I'm like, but the point is, like, we're not hitting any of the young players who are stars. We're nope. not hitting any of them. Like, These are, I mean, Mike Trout's been in game a decade already. Oh yeah, like that's, that's what I'm getting at. Like, what the MLB was at one time the king of. It's except maybe the NBA. They have fallen off on it. They're yeah. not good at making stars out of their young players anymore. It's You're weird right. because it's you know the strange thing about it is the individual players are better at making themselves stars. Oh yeah. Than a, the team. See, that's, social, that's the product of the social, social media. media but that's, well, not yeah. even just social media, but Twitch alone. Well, not even not even just Twitch alone, but or social YouTube. media. But social media has made it so every player and every person can control their brand their and brand, narrative. Yeah. But, but that doesn't mean it can't still happen, right? Because you can't tell me that somebody like Tom Brady becomes Tom Brady without the Kraft family going, "Holy fuck, we have Tom Brady." No, I, that's my point. It's like it, it's it's weird that we're rely, you have to rely on yourself. Yeah, that that too. But but Tom, but Tom Brady is not a is not a product of social media. No, no, Tom no, that's Brady. What I mean, like, in quotes, the idea of he Tom shouldn't Brady. have had to been because he he built it. Yeah, he built him his way up. He but his but way that's there. but that's my point is that we're not seeing that even with the presence of all these traditional sports executives within esports, especially in the OWL, we're not seeing that same level of sort of star building and brand building 
as we did in traditional sports. And I don't know the answer as to how they could do it because I, I would assume that by now at least one or two Overwatch League stars would be kind of more known, more mainstream outside of the world of Overwatch and, and esports as a whole. I think some of the, one of these players I thought by now would have really been adopted by their city. Absolutely. And made it like a big star. Absolutely. And don't get me wrong, I think COVID has a lot to do with that. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I, I would have thought that having somebody why you know the irony is you know what what the problem is a lot of time is um in dallas i'm sorry as much as dallas as a big esports town you're never going to outshine someone who plays for the cowboys you know what i mean like yeah you need to get to the point where like you know what you know who needs a team boise well not just that but no first of all i agree with you second of all but i don't think you need them to outshine somebody from the Cowboys, right? Because the Cowboys are the Cowboys. They're going to be who they are. But that doesn't mean that Luka Donich going to the Dallas Mavericks wasn't a big deal. Huge deal. For that for that city as a sports town. Right. What they need is to also be a part of that conversation. If uh, 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 Closer or if Super goes to the Dallas Fuel, that should be a billboard just like Luka Doncic going to the Mavericks should be. Yep. And to make somebody who previously did not give a fuck, give a fuck. Period. So that's all I'm going to say about it. I, I think that this is another misstep for the OWL. Yeah. Is 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 As much as I want the OWL to win, um, this doesn't make me very hopeful for the future and what they're putting emphasis on uh, as, a, as a league. Uh, I'm very concerned about about what they're doing because I don't necessarily I I think they tried the traditional sports route in their executive team and I don't think it's giving them the results that they want so why would you do it again that makes sense but anyway that's the show we out